Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Armando and Kelsey with you today. And today is the very first episode of 2023. What a crazy wild ride it's been hosting this podcast. This is, we're coming up on, this is year number three that we Mm -hmm. released, that we decided to do it. Um, So it's been a wild ride. We've learned so much in the process and we thank everybody that's been with us during this process of us growing. Sometimes I go back and listen to some of the very first episodes we ever did and wow, it is rough. I mean, we are our worst critics for sure. And I listen to that and I'm like, geez, we've come a long way for sure. Um, and also our audience has grown so much from where we started. We thank you everybody for supporting us on this awesome journey that we've done and that we're continuing to grow and we're going to continue to put this content out for you. Now, today's episode, we're talking about... Um, this is the time of year where everybody's setting up goals, everybody's kind of creating their game plan for the year, everything, right? You see that on social media, you see that around your town, your city, everybody's talking about it, like, what are your goals? What are you doing? What are you thinking? Like, what do you want to achieve? Um, versus giving you like tips on how to set goals, because we recorded an amazing podcast episode back in, I think it was very our very second episode when we started Self Love Sit Down. So that's going to give you five tips on effective goal setting. Go back and listen to that because this episode is going to be, we're going to be talking about things to keep in mind when you're setting your goals because goals are very scary, right? Especially if you're making them really big or if you're doing something that you've never done before. And that's what we're going to be talking about is giving you some ideas, some thoughts, something to keep in mind when you set these big, scary goals for yourself. So I kind of want to give the, the history on how this came about. I have been, I have not set my goals yet for this year. I think I have my word of the year figured out. I think I'm going to go with peace. Not 100% confirmed on that, but I always recommend to you to pick a word of the year, but also set some goals from your for yourself. You know, we I love goal setting. It's I really geek out on it. It's one of my favorite things, but after coming out of a really hard year for me, I did pretty good on my goals, to be honest, which I'm in shock of, but I just thought, man, I need a refresher. I need to listen to some podcasts, do some research. I really kind of want to approach this differently than I normally would. And so in my, in the last like week and a half or so on some walks, when I was cleaning the house this week, when I was on a long drive this week, I was listening to different podcasts and that kind of compiled all of these random thoughts that we have kind of made a little bit of a roadmap for you to educate you and to give you some things to think on going into setting goals for this year if you haven't already, or even if you've already set goals for this year, I think it's good to reflect back, use what you've already learned, what worked, what didn't work, that reflection on your year to help you moving forward with setting your your goals going forward. And even if you already have, I just think this will still be really beneficial and maybe give you some different things to think of. So 
the first thing, this wasn't a goal setting podcast that I was listening to, but the the host of this said something that kind of aligns with setting goals for the new year or reflecting on last year. And her comment was, do you like the you that is the truest you when nobody is around, you're not trying to impress anybody, you are just you sitting with yourself in your thoughts when you're alone? Do you like that version of you? And that to me was, I I just felt like, whoa, that's a really deep question. Do I like all the truest parts of me? Do I like who I am to my core? And the reason I, you know, I think that hit me is because this year I really struggled with some battles of my mental health. And so when I was thinking of that question, I thought, damn, you know, and this can really align with whatever, whatever your goals are. Maybe you're looking at yourself and you're reflecting on last year and you're going, damn, I really dropped the ball on all my goals. Is that something that you dislike about yourself? Or you're like, okay, I really have to do better at this. Clearly my approach that I took before wasn't good. So what did I do? Did I set too many goals? You know what I mean? Just really sit and unpack. Do I like who I am at the end of the day? Because I'll tell you, there's parts of me that I absolutely want to change. I want to work on things. But in that moment of thinking of that, because I've really been kind of negative towards myself, I thought, you know what? There are still some really great parts of me. And I think a lot of great parts about you. I thank you, babes. But I think I just in that moment needed that. I needed to be reminded that while we're always going to have things to work on, we're always going to, you know, want to improve ourselves and things like that. There's always something that you can say, like for me, I feel like it's almost a downfall and a great thing is like, I care so much about people. And while sometimes that can go too far, it's something I'm also really proud of because I really truly care for the people around me. So asking yourself that question in your reflection, I think is really important. I think something really important to think of too, when you're setting your goals for 2023, or you've already created them. I know something that Kelsey and I both did earlier in the week was um, we set our goals every year, right? And we we set these goals because it gives us something to shoot for, right? Because you, in order to know where you're going, you gotta see, you gotta see where you're going, right? So you don't just start doing something like, well, I'll see where I end up. Um, and that's the that's the purpose of goals is to help motivate you, to give you an endpoint, to give you something to shoot for. And uh, like Kelsey, I set a lot of goals for my last for 2022, and I got close to some. I didn't get close to very. I didn't get close to many. Um, some of them I did really bad in, and something that I think maybe a lot of people fall into because I was falling into it as I was trying to think of a plan to create my 2023 goals is, but I did so bad last year. Why, why should I set goals this year? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and if you are following this, what Kelsey and I did was like, you know what, that was last year. You need to leave those last year goals there. That was done. And you need to look forward to the next one. Because a lot of times what you'll, what'll happen is you'll get yourself and you'll start with negative thoughts about yourself because, because of what you didn't achieve. But in all reality, you achieved a lot. You set goals. If it was your very first time setting goals, that's already a win there, right? So you can continue to do that in 2023 is set your goals and then also 
um, see what, how far you got in your goals in 2022, because I can guarantee that if you wouldn't have said anything, you wouldn't have moved. So you've already won. So take the next step and set those 2023 goals. Don't worry about what you, what your past goals were. I think another comment in reflecting, I was going to talk about this on social media, but I feel like this is a better place because it's a little bit of a exercise that my therapist helped me kind of, this was a really big aha moment for me in reflecting on 2022. I told her, I made the comment to her, you know, what's weird to me. I've lost both of my parents in different years, but yet I feel that this has been the hardest year of my life ever. And it just feels like, why, why does it feel that way? And this was her response, not word for word, obviously, but she said, you know, a lot of times we look at these big items as far as like, I lost a parent this year or I lost a child or you know what I mean? And those are big items that people understand why you're having a hard time. You know, people are like, oh, I couldn't imagine. Or somebody who's gone through it is like, oh my gosh, yes, I can imagine. That's really tough. I had a hard time with that. Well, she said, a lot of times, and that's validating, right? Well, a lot of times we'll have a lot of these little things that add up. And she said, and I believe this is what happened for you this year that, yeah, you know, on a scale from one to a hundred, losing a parent is probably in the nineties, right? Somebody might rate that a 95, somebody might rate it a 99, right? Well, when we look at our year, maybe you didn't have one of those big 99 items, but maybe you had a lot of those 15 or 20 or 25 point items that really, when you look at your year, you step back and you go, wow, this year added up to be 140 for me. So it can be, you know, while nobody is there validating us or nobody really understands what we're going through because they're not these big items, all of those things add up to surpass what that one item would be. And not just that, but we feel misunderstood or we feel like it shouldn't feel this hard because it's not one of those big 90 point items. And maybe somebody else needed to hear that because that was such a big eye-opening, just very validating thought for me in reflection on 2022. I just kept thinking like, I, why is this feeling like it was so hard? Why can't I just, you were having like an inner battle, I yeah. think, as far as like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, even though this is a hard year, it's not like I lost my parents this year, this yeah. is, but why does this year feel harder? And I think like what Kelsey was saying is, um, maybe this year, this last year, you, your car broke down. So you had a car issues, maybe you lost a job and then maybe you broke an arm. So those are all those 15, 20, 30 point stressors that you have. And when you think of it in the big picture, you're like, wow, it feels like everything went wrong this year and you add everything up. And it's like, wow, that's the, the stress level is the same maybe as losing that parent, mm -hmm. right? As having a big traumatic, a one punch in the face, like traumatic event happen to you. So if you do feel this way, like I shouldn't feel this way because I've lost the parent. I know what the worst feels like, but why does this feel worse? That you're just, you're validated in your, in your feelings. You can feel however you want. And that's important to feel that, but it's more important to understand why you're feeling this way. 
And I think too, you know, and this was kind of our follow-up discussion is just talking about validation. I think as humans, we all want validation. Like we're all searching for that. We're all searching for answers and we want to feel understood. We want to feel seen, all of this, right? And so maybe you needed to hear that and maybe you needed to hear that in like kind of what Armando was talking about as far as reflecting back on your goals for this year. Maybe they didn't go as planned. Well, that doesn't mean going forward, they won't go as planned, right? Maybe you had a lot of those little point hits that really held you back or, you know, brought you down to not feel the motivation to move towards your goals. Just understand that while we don't need a new year for a reset, this just feels like a natural reset for everybody. And so take that and use that motivation that naturally comes this time of year Mm -hmm. or use that reset to allow yourself to say, okay, here we go. We can start again. I can try for this again. Or maybe some of your goals, you decide, you know what, maybe I don't want that bad enough. And that's also okay. But just use this time to reflect back, but don't let it keep you from moving forward. Yeah. And if last year was maybe your first year that you set goals, or maybe you set really aggressive goals and really intentional with them, and you didn't meet them, what you've learned, there's always something to take away from it. Mm -hmm. What you learn, maybe, maybe those goals those are really good goals and you want to keep doing those again this year, but maybe you made them really aggressive because you've never made goals before. You don't know what you're capable of. So this year you could scale it back or change it a little bit or tweak it a little bit and learn from that experience you had now. And then you'll eventually start seeing you start hitting these these milestones because you learn to set proper goals for yourself that are still challenging enough for you to be better, but also there for you to actually meet them. Yeah, I think it's so important. Reflection is one of the biggest things, in my opinion, that we miss because a lot of times we just want to avoid it and move on. If we didn't do something really well, it doesn't feel good for us. We don't want to sit in that shame, right? And so we'll just say, oh, oh well, for example, I'm going to call myself out. One of our goals was to hike, go on six hikes. (laughs) You want to know how many hikes I went on? Zero. I went on zero hikes, but you want to know why looking back and reflecting on my goals this year, I'm like, girl, you didn't even pick, you didn't pick where you wanted to go. You didn't put them tentatively on your calendar. Mm -hmm. So there was no reminder. There was no follow-up and that's my bad. That's absolutely my fault. I mean, on the flip side, we also bought a boat. So even if I would have put them on my calendar, I think boating would have taken priority for me this year. And that's okay. But you have to be willing to sit with and take ownership, reflect, say what went well, look at the goals you crushed. Why'd you crush them? What did you do differently with those goals? Reflect on what could you have done differently, right? In my hikes, I, I should have sat down and picked the hikes and picked dates like at least at least rough estimates mm-hmm. of dates and said, okay, let me put a reminder for a few weeks before this so I can plan for it, right? So reflecting what went well, what didn't go well, what would I do differently? So if I'm going to make that goal again, or even if you're not going to have the same goal, maybe you're like, okay, I'm not going to do hikes this year, but what can I learn? I can't just put a goal out there with no follow-up for myself. Maybe I need to set reminders. I need to really think through the goal, pick the places and really like map out the complete plan instead of just the first step. Yep. Right. So reflect on it and then use that 
information. Again, I love this quote from Sean White. He said, we, we never lose. We only win or we learn. And that's how you have to look at goal setting. You're not going to win them all. You're literally not going to do it all of them all the time. And that's, I think it's important for us to not crush everything all the time because then, you know, I'm sure somebody, everybody knows that cocky guy that you just want to tell to shut the fuck up and punch in the face. Mm-hmm. We all need Why is it to be, be a guy. Why can't it be a girl? It can also be a girl, <laughs> but usually for me in my life, it's been different guys. So, but absolutely it can be a female as well. Um, so I think it's, it's important and sometimes we learn lessons we wouldn't have otherwise learned. So those are our thoughts on reflecting on the past year, because I do think that's important, uh, to help us in our push forward. So now we're going to talk about kind of like when you're thinking of setting your goals for this year, some, something that I thought of that I think is really important is, not to live that lifestyle of I'll be happy when, right? And you can insert whatever that is for you. I'll be happy when I start, I get to travel more. I'll be happy when I weigh 140 pounds. I'll be happy when I do this, right? Do not live in that lifestyle because life is happening right now. It's going to pass you by. And if you're always like, I, you, you know, I geek out over goal setting and all of that, but if you're always waiting and relying or putting your happiness in the hands of something that's not here yet, you're robbing yourself of current life's joys. You have to find the joy now. I heard this reel the other day on Instagram and I told Armando about it and he was like, wow. I was like, right, right. And then the most basic thing ever, but it. It makes so much sense. And why is it always like, I don't know if you, if you guys have experienced this, sometimes somebody will say something. It's so simple. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Why couldn't I think of that? And it's just so profound, you know? It's like life altering. Cause I, cause I feel like, I feel like this real that you're talking about. I like, I look at it and like, wow. I can do this now. Yeah. Like it's, it's literally life altering and all somebody had to say it was say it. And it's so funny. So I'm going to tell you the example (laughs) and then I'll like elaborate a little bit more. But so in this reel, they give a bunch of examples, but basically the guy's voice, he's saying, you know, we all have that nice perfume tucked away and we only bring it out and we only use it on special occasions. And he gave other examples that I can't remember right now, but, and he goes, but then Fast forward, it's been a year, two years, and now this perfume is bad. And you didn't use it because you kept saving it for special occasions. Why not wear it today? Why not wear it on a random Wednesday? Why not romanticize the life that you have right now? Because are you never going to be able to ever afford that again, that perfume again? And that example hit me across the face yeah when kelsey's holding this i was like wow because i told her this that i when her and i first got together back in 2013 i i bought a cologne and i still have that cologne (laughs) (laughs) because i have that mentality of like well i'll wear it when we go on dates or i'll wear it on special occasions on when we go to a wedding go on more dates (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's literally still sitting there and that's and i was like wow 
that's why it, that's why it like really shook me. I was like, that is so deep, but because so basic. Because how do basic. you feel when you wear it? I feel like a million bucks because my wife looks at me differently. She's like, mm, wow, you every smell time good. I'm like, ooh, okay. And maybe that's why like I hold out on it because I feel like maybe there's there's that feeling of like, well, he's always gonna smell good, you know. But no. why can't you always smell good? Why can't yeah. you just Spray the fucking cologne. Spray the perfume. Wear it every fucking day. And then when it runs out, put some water in there and use it some more. <laughs> and shake it up. <laughs> but it's so crazy because I had told Armando a couple months ago that I want this perfume. And it's like 75 or $80. And I was like, for four ounces? I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so stupid. That's so ridiculous. Because you guys, I get the cheap, like cheap mists. They're not even perfumes. I'm not even going to classify it as a perfume because I'm disrespecting the real perfume. I get like body mists. Okay. And I still don't wear them every day because I'm saving them for a special occasion. And so I told Armando a couple months ago that I wanted this perfume. And so then hearing this example, I'm like, I'm going to buy the fucking perfume and I'm going to wear that shit every day. I'm going to run through it because, and just the lesson behind it is romanticize your life. Why are we always waiting to put on that outfit that makes us feel really good for a special occasion? Why not put it on on a random day that we just need a pick me up? Why do we wait for special occasions? Like this is another recent one for me. Armando the other day was like, you're wearing makeup. And I was like, yeah, it makes me feel good. Like I feel good about it. He's like, you should do it more often. You know, I work from home now. You guys, 90% of the time, okay, that's probably actually being conservative. I'm going to say 95, maybe even 99, okay? I'm either in workout gear or my sweatpants, okay? Because I work from home. I don't put makeup on. I don't normally see people other than the people at the gym. And I have just kind of gotten into this, like, it's just very easy for me. And so putting makeup on has been like putting perfume on. It's like, I only do it on special occasions, but I feel good when I do it. And the other day, Armando made the comment, he goes, you should do it more often if it makes you feel good. And I was like, again, why was that so profound for me? Like, why was that like, damn, you're right. If something makes you feel good, fucking do it. Like life is happening right now. You know? So again, it kind of goes with, I'll be happy when I'll wear the makeup when I'll wear the perfume when no, like wear it right now. I think it's just, I, we get so caught up in things like you guys want to know the biggest reason I don't put makeup on. I don't want to wash it off at the end of the night. Doesn't, (laughs) isn't that so fucking lazy? Like I will go to the gym. I will hit all my steps. I will do all, I will do so much but I don't want to take my makeup off at the end of the day. (laughs) And it sounds so stupid, but I will tell you what I put makeup on maybe three or four days this last week. I had such a good fucking week. I don't know if it was just the makeup. I'm sure it wasn't, but also when you feel better, you show up better. Yeah. You're more confident. I mean, think about it. Everybody's, we've all been in the situation. We bought a new pair of shoes or a new outfit or a new perfume and mm-hmm. we wear it and we're like, hell yeah. And it's yeah. so exciting. You're like, hell yeah. Look at me. I look so good. I feel so good. Like, look at yourself. Like you're checking yourself out in the windows as you walk by them or stuff. That feeling, do it every day. Yeah. Do it every day. Don't wait for those special occasions, right? You can do it tomorrow. So I want everybody tomorrow, Tuesday. To listen to this episode and then come Wednesday morning, you are doing what makes you feel good. Yep. 
A hundred percent. We got to do more of what makes us happy because literally like this is probably one of my biggest takeaways from losing both of my parents was life is happening right now. Like I lost both of them before they were 50, you know? And so like the thought of that and you could get into an accident tomorrow and obviously I'm not like trying to go dark with this, but you know what I mean? Like life is just happening right now. Like we have to find the tiny joys in every single day, do more of what makes us happy every single day. Even if you feel like it's stupid, I think you should do it. Even if it's a squirt of the perfume, like, will you really never be able to afford that perfume again? You know, it's just like, why do we do this? So romanticize your life every single day. So that's kind of our thoughts before going into setting your goals. So these are going to be some random kind of takeaways that I had from all of these podcasts and just some like self-reflection before setting goals for this year. So this one I actually remember was on a podcast that I listened to from Ed Milet. He was talking about uh, mountain bikers. So I don't know if you've ever watched those videos or anything where a mountain biker, they're like hauling ass down a mountain, rocks, dirt, you know, tree branches, everything. And he said, a mountain biker isn't looking at the rock because it wants to avoid it. It's looking at the trail where it wants to go. And he compared that to our goals. So a lot of times we've got it backwards. If you feel as though you have a lack of money and you want to make more money, don't focus on all the money you don't have. Don't say, oh, I wish I could afford this. I can't do this because I don't have money for it. Focus on where you want to go. Focus on all that you're grateful for that you already have. The universe is not going to give you more if you're not grateful for what you already have. Mm-hmm. Right? The universe isn't going to be like, oh, you, you don't like the money that you have. You're upset about the lack of. So I'm going to give you more money. Absolutely, that's not how it works. You have to be grateful for what you have and you have to put your focus and energy on where you want to go, but still remember where you came from and be grateful for what you already have, right? And he kind of gave that comparison in with mountain biking. Don't focus on the rock. The rock is the lack of or what you're trying to avoid. And that's a lot of times what we do is hang on to the lack of things and put energy there, which is the negative. Focus on the positive because that's going to breed more positivity. That's going to get you closer. That's going to like promote your, what's that saying? Where energy goes. Ah, geez. I can't think of it right now. Where your thoughts go, energy flows. Something to that nature. I'm sure you guys already know what we mean, but put it into the positive. We've got to focus on the good, be grateful for what we have and focus on where we want to be like, oh, I can't wait to be standing on the edge of that cliff overlooking the Amalfi Coast. I cannot wait. Instead of saying, oh, I can't even afford to go to Vegas. You know what I mean? I hope that makes sense for everybody. So I think a really big one, I think a lot of, a lot of people are probably 
in maybe that can find themselves in that bubble of thinking, focusing on the negative is right now, beginning of the year is your fitness, right? So you're, you go to the gym, you're doing the work and you're not maybe seeing the results that you have. So you start focusing on the negatives. Oh, I, I still feel super overweight or I'm not strong or I'm not as strong as that person I saw. I'm not as thin as her or I'm not as like, I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. You know, everybody's getting better results. So we start focusing all these things and that's where you have to reel it back in and be like, you know what? I'm showing up every day for myself. I'm feeling good every day for myself. I have the capability to show up to the gym. I have a vehicle that gets me to the gym or a mode of transportation. I'm being there. I feel better once I leave there. Focus on all the positive that, that is coming from you going to the gym, from you focusing on your fitness, and that, that goal that you've set for yourself in your fitness will become a reality. So don't look at all the negative that's, that's, that's going to be really easy to look at when you find yourself in a slump. It is. Okay. The next thought, and this is funny because you just gave that example, which kind of goes right into it of your, this was a thought that I had is a lot of people, when we're thinking of goals, we're like, okay, that girl has the body that I want. You're jealous of her end result. But I almost guarantee you, you're not jealous of the hustle that had to go into getting that body. The other example that I thought of with this was somebody recently said to me, oh, it must be so nice to have the flexibility to work from anywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. I am literally so grateful. Today I did a live from my car. You know, I was literally working from my car. Fabulous. I love it. But what you also don't see is the downside of that. I can work from anywhere. I'm always working. While I do have the flexibility to work from anywhere, it's a blessing and a curse, you know? And so remember that there's always another side to things, you know? Don't be jealous of somebody's end result because they worked really hard for that, likely. And I will say there's probably some examples of things handed, you know, like if you're thinking of like, oh, my cousin has such a nice body and she eats like trash, doesn't work out. You know, obviously there's some exceptions to the rules. But in reality, if somebody has something that you want, they put in a lot of work that maybe you didn't see, right? I love this example that Rachel Hollis talked about when she blew up, when her book went really big. Somebody was like, oh, it must be nice to have your first book blow up. And she was like, actually, that's like my fifth or 13th or something. I can't remember how many books she had written before that. And they were like, you did? And she was like, yeah, they were just so bad. You don't even know they exist. You know, but somebody here thought, wow, your first one blowing up, that's crazy. And she's like, you didn't see the years, the blood, the sweat, the tears, everything that went into making me a better writer to finally have this book blow up, right? So don't forget that there's usually a lot you don't see. So when you're in pursuit of your goals or when you're, you know, stuck comparing yourself to somebody else who maybe has what you're, what you're reaching for this year, understand that they likely went through the hustle that you're starting now. They were once where you are, and that's okay. You can get there too, but don't get stuck in that comparison and just understand that just like you're here, they were there too. So that should actually give you hope that you're on the right track to what you wish to achieve. 
Yeah, I think something really important, especially I think in fitness, is when you see that person, that body that you want, use that as motivation for yourself. I mean, even go the extra step and create create a conversation with that person. Be like, hey, what have you done to get to where you are today? Or even ask them, even for your self-knowledge, how long has it taken you to get to where you are today? I guarantee that most of them are going to tell you years, um, lots of years and lots mm-hmm. of lots of dedication to get where they want. Now, if it's really something that you want, you're going to push through that and you're going to realize that it's going to take me a long time to be where I want to be. But I guarantee that once you get that goal, once you achieve that, you will look back and be like, that time flew by and I've learned so much from the process. I'm so grateful that I didn't give up on myself. Mm-hmm. I literally think that. Like when I actually think, because fitness is a hard one and New Year's resolutions usually include fitness. Mm-hmm. And so this time of year, it's always like such a reminder to me of damn, what if I wouldn't have kept pushing? What if I wouldn't have kept pushing for my fitness goals? I wouldn't have a business. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, and it just kind of snowballs. Obviously I'm a very extreme case because a lot of people don't have a transformation and then turn it into a business, you know, but I just think of, damn, what if, what if I wouldn't have tried one more time? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's all you've got to do. Even if you've had the same freaking goal every year, instead of being like, oh, am I just going to fail again? Say, change that narrative to let's just try one more time. Mm -hmm. Let's try one more time. Let's give it my go one more time and do that reflection like we talked about what worked well, what didn't work well, what could you do differently to learn and get yourself just a little bit closer this time. Maybe you don't achieve it, but a little bit closer is better than before when you started the very first time. The next one is, I think this is a great example because I know a lot of times we can set these goals and then we don't actually take action on them because we don't feel like, oh, I'm not quite ready yet. And I feel like this is more fitting for maybe you want to start a business. Maybe that's your goal this year. And you're like, oh, I'm not ready to start it. I don't know what I'm doing. I need to do more research in this, whatever. You cannot learn to drive a parked car. Boom. (laughs) You have to take action, even if it's messy. You cannot learn to drive a parked car, you know? And I know the, you know, all of us have a little bit of that perfectionist in us because we hold back for whatever the reason. Maybe you're like, oh, my family is going to judge me. And like, this is so fresh in my mind because I remember when I started talking about fitness on social media and stuff, I had less, I had like 400 followers and they were pretty much all family and close friends. And I was like, they are all going to judge me. It's a lot of eyes. Yeah. And all I thought was all of these people are going to judge me and be like, who does she think she Mm -hmm. is? You know, but I just started showing up and let me tell you, it was not pretty. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you remember. I I think I know what you're going to say, but go. One of the very first videos that I ever did was in our old house. I made Armando re-record me probably 50 times. We changed where we did the video. I think I even changed what I was wearing one time. We changed the lighting. I changed the words. It was terrible. Now I'll hop on my story. I'll like fumble up my words. I laugh at myself. I am so comfortable on camera. And, but, but I, 
I took messy action. It was not pretty. Armando talked about it at the beginning, how listening to some of our first podcast episodes, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, oh, it's... There was so much editing. I do have to say that, that when we first started, not only listening to some of our uh, conversation pieces and the sound quality and everything else, but I edited for hours. Now, when I do, now, when we record now, I don't edit. I just input everything that we need to do and then boom, they're ready to go because we've gotten so much better, so much smoother. We've learned from our experience of like when to pause, when not to pause, when to interject, when I'm going to say the next thing. And it's, it's just become a more fluid thing because we've done it so many times. Yeah, we've practiced. And, And that's the way any goal that you set yourself out to do is the more you do it, the easier it gets. If you have a gym phobia and you don't know what you're doing at the gym, guess what's going to make you better being at the gym? Is yeah, you got to go to the You got to go to the gym. If you want to be a, if you want to learn how to drive a, a manual transmission car, then you got to get in that driver's seat and start driving a manual transmission car, right? Just like anything, you have to create that action. You have to keep on doing it over and over. And next thing you know, you will be able to look back and be like, I am doing what I was so scared of doing and so much more. And that's the thing too, is a lot of times when we, like when you talk about the gym intimidation and to overcome that, you just have to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. You have to just keep showing up at the gym. But a lot of times what we'll do is we'll think, we'll think about it. We'll think about going. And then it just almost turns this molehill into a mountain. Mm -hmm. The anxiety for it gets so big and overwhelming we're like, oh, now I can't even imagine. Now I feel worse than when I first started thinking about it. You have to take messy action. You can't just think about doing things and that's the same. It's not the same. You have to actually take action. And that's where I kind of came up with this quote is, a flawed plan in motion is better than a plan that never gets executed. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to take steps. Like even if it's ugly, take them. Yeah, I know Jim Quick says um, um, knowledge is, like a lot of people say knowledge is power. And his thing is like knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power, right? Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. got to do something with it. No, like, for example, when you think of a light switch, there's so much power behind that light switch. But until you actually press it, you flip the switch, you don't have lights, right? Yeah. Nothing's going to happen unless you do something with that power. So think about that when you're creating these goals, when you're creating these action plans, create them stew them over, think on them, be an Enneagram five and think over them for a long time. But at some point you're going to have to create that action and actually do it. This kind of goes hand in hand with this is sometimes we have to remember to be like a child and act with courage, lack of fear, and with some certainty. So if you have kids, if you've ever been around kids, you know, sometimes kids are wild. They will just, you know, especially little boys, okay, they'll go climb up on top of something and go to jump off it. They don't even know what they're jumping to. They just know they climbed up on this, on this new, on this table and they're going to jump off. And this is going to be cool. This is going to be fun, right? They don't think ahead of like, oh, I could get hurt or what am I jumping on or anything. I remember learning to ride a bike and and when you were talking about that, where the house that we grew up, we had this really long driveway that was a downhill and uh, at the very bottom, there's a cul-de-sac and it was all gravel. It was a gravel driveway. And 
I was terrified to go down this hill. So I'd always walk my bike down the hill and try to, and, and then play in the cul-de-sac training my bike. And finally, I don't remember if it was my dad or my brother. I'd probably say it's my brother because he would do this for me. <laughs> He'd be, he sat me on the bike and then he's, he said, go. And I, I couldn't go. So he pushed me. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what, when that bike started going, there was no stopping because all my thoughts, nothing else, I couldn't do anything. And when I hit the bottom, it kind of like bottomed out and I ate shit. Like I ate shit and I scratched up my arms and everything else. But I learned real quick that I could do that. Mm-hmm. I could do that and I could do it again and I could learn from that process because I was like, it w- I wasn't going as fast as I thought I was going to go in my head. I thought I was going to go flying. And at the very bottom, I was like, okay, I just need to go on the other side where this, the, where the tire tracks are so I don't hit the bump. So there's always something to learn. And whenever you do take that messy action, you're going to learn so much. And I think we have to maybe not go back so much to being like a kid because it's a little reckless. Kids are reckless. That's why they have parents to guide them until they're 18. They're still reckless after 18, but hopefully with a little bit of like a voice in their head. But when it comes to your goals and the pursuit of your goals, be more like a kid. Take action. Don't have so much fear. Don't let so much hold you back and weigh you down. You know, in the example of starting a business or a side hustle or something like that, a lot of times we'll, we're like, oh, I'm, I'm afraid so-and-so is going to judge me or what if it's not perfect or, you know, I'm so scared. You have to be courageous. You have to not let the fear consume you. You have to leap before it's all fully ready. You can see there's nothing in your way. You have to jump. So, you know, as we grow up, we, we, the world kind of puts these fears in us and, you know, gives us this logical thinking that a lot of times leads to overthinking. Sometimes we have to take a step back towards like being more of a kid and just taking that action. Like have, have courage. Like you're not going to do something that's completely stupid, I hope. Right. Especially if you're somebody listening to a podcast, if you have an idea Mm -hmm. in your head that you're thinking of, like, this is your, this is your sign. Like take the action, be more like a kid, take the step towards it. You know, a lot of times we, we think of like, oh, it's going to be embarrassing. Or what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? What's the worst that happens? At least you tried. You know, and a lot of times we, we let all of these things hold us back. And we think that the worst thing that could happen is that we're embarrassed or that we fail. But really, I think what people forget is the worst thing that could happen is you holding yourself back from something that could be the best thing that could ever happen to you. I recently heard, and it really stuck to me. And uh, I was like, wow, that is so mind blowing is that when I get to the end of my life, and I'm sitting with all my friends and family members that are all, we're all older now. We're all just retired, hanging out. I don't want to have those. I don't want to sit in those conversations and be like, oh, remember when we thought about going to take that trip? Or remember, remember when we, we, we wanted to go on that hiking thing? I want to, I want to have the conversations where I say, remember when we took that trip? Remember when mm-hmm. we took that hike? Remember when we bought that car? Remember when we, we did that, when we went skydiving, right? I want to have those dreams of like, I re- remember those. Remember those pieces of, of that we have. Not those, con- I don't want to say like, it would have been great if I would have. Mm-hmm. It would have been great if I did this or if I did that. No, I want to have those remember conversations. And you know what that makes me think of? It 
how many times are you sitting around with family and friends kind of in that situation and you're talking about things you did in the past, even when it was stupid things or things that went wrong, now you can talk about those things and laugh. Mm -hmm. And now, even if it wasn't a great day, now you can look back and it's a memory. You know, like what I think of, and I know Armando, you're already going to know, the boys, the first time we took them to Disneyland, for us, a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Can I just tell you, it was a nightmare. Like, it was like raining, traveling with kids. pouring, traveling with the kids. They were just a nightmare. But when they talk about Disneyland and that first trip, they don't think of all that. They were like, oh, do you remember when we went on that roller coaster and this and that? You know, but like when I think of that trip, I'm like, oh my God, what a headache. It was like raining, pouring, like I and they don't they don't think of the rain. They don't think of all the crying they did. They don't think of like whining. They don't think of any of that. They think of all the fun they had. Yeah. The great memories they had. And and that's and when when you think of la think of as a child, that's what you need to think of. You need to think of what you learned in the process of creating these goals, what you learned in the process of creating of achieving these goals. There's so much to learn, guys. There's so much. So this is kind of an, one last final thought when we're thinking of our goals and growth and moving forward, understanding, you know, I heard this quote a while ago and it was talking about how typically the people that are going to hold you back or doubt you the most in your goals and stuff is going to be close family and friends because one, they're trying to keep you safe. They're worried about you. Well. This kind of goes hand in hand with it. And it was a quote talking about how sometimes strangers root the loudest for you in pursuit of your goals because it makes the people you grew up with uncomfortable to see you succeeding and surpassing them. And this kind of go, goes hand in hand. I'll let Armando tell this quote. And when I heard this part, it made me think of the quote that Armando had just told me. And so I'll, I'll let you say it and then we'll kind of it, talk about this it. Actually, this came from uh, from a video I was watching from Steve Harvey, the comedian, and he was talking about friendships and relationships and uh, people that are with you as you're in your journey of fitness, growing a business, you know, doing whatever you have set for yourself. And he was talking about how it's you're you're this you're the spaceship that's getting ready to launch right and spaceships can't launch by themselves they need boosters they need those those big rocket boosters so they can get out of the atmosphere you're the spaceship your friends are those boosters they're with you they're rooting you wrong they're 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 getting you that air that you need to get you're flying up into the air and as you're flying up into the air if if you watch these these spaceship launches those boosters fall off once they get to a certain point in the atmosphere because they've they've done what they could they've done they've got you to where they need to go and that's where they fall off and that's what he was talking about I was like that's what friendships are sometimes you have these great friendships that are with you when you start this business that are with you on your side they're going with you they're growing the business with you they're, they're rooting you on but you, you're reaching new levels that maybe they're not ready for. They're, you're reaching new levels that they weren't, they, they're not, they're not they're equipped. Too, they're not equipped. They're too big for them. So they fall off, right? Because they've done what they can. They've, they've pushed you as far as they can go. And then you get create new friendships. And he also talked about how we have these different seasons. We have friendships for different seasons in our lives. 
and uh, some of those some of those friendships some of those relationships stay longer than they that they should and those are some of those toxic relationships that maybe you need to cut off as well so think about that as far as people that are the people that you're choosing to have around you people that are rooting you on they may not be there the entire time because you've outgrown them or you're doing things that they're not comfortable with or they've reached a level that they've tapped themselves out and I think it's just important to remember this because something that's really big, and I know you've heard us talk about, is you are the five people you surround yourself mm-hmm. with. And sometimes it can feel really uncomfortable because we feel like we're outgrowing our friends. We feel like, oh, it feels uncomfortable to be more successful than other people or things like that. And you can't let that hold you back because... You will get resentful. It will not feel good. But also just understand that just like that example is people come in and come out of our life at the times that they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, when you're thinking of your goals, you might be thinking, wow, this is this is really big and scary and, you know, really uncomfortable. Don't worry. More people will come along. You'll you'll attract people that are going to help you along. It will happen. Like, I promise you it will happen. And so I just felt like that was another really important lesson and thing to think of when you're thinking of planning your goals. Because again, the five people you surround yourself with, that's going to impact you and your success and understanding that it's okay to outgrow people or friendships and not to let that hold you back from your success. All right, guys, that is all we have for you today on this very first episode of 2023. We thank you for joining us as always, and we look for your continued support in this podcast. And as always, share this with a friend, share this with a family member, post it on your social media. We love to see those. Thank you for everybody that's been doing it. Thank you for for those people that have been doing it consistently. We love you. Mm -hmm. And with that, guys, we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.